0: Hey guys, this is Emily and you're listening to Full Body Frights. This is a special Christmas edition and it's also the first episode of our new podcast, Gag Me With a Knife, which will be myself and my friend Alex discussing slasher movies every week starting January 20th. So let's get it going.
1: He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake.
0: Or he'll gag you with a knife. Hey, it's Emily and Alex coming at you (laughs) with an episode of Gag Me With a Knife. We're going to be talking about To All A Good Night from 1980. Because it's Christmas, and this is a Christmas horror movie. So I'm going to read the back of the VHS. It says... "'Twas the night before Christmas and all through the house, a creature was stirring. It promises to be an exciting holiday for the five young girls, boarders at the exclusive Calvin Finishing School. They have just drugged their housemother and smuggled in their boyfriends. A Christmas vacation frolic awaits, that is, until night falls. During the party-filled night, members of this fun-loving clan disappear one by one. In a series of grisly scenes, a mysterious masquerading and mad Santa Claus hacks away at their ranks. The absence of their missing friends is overlooked at the next day's picnic until one of the girls stumbles across Ralph Kramer. Someone has taken an axe to his head. The police are notified and everyone is confined indoors, but with the coming of night, the bloodbath continues. The murderer's victims meet their gory deaths as the maniac carries out his horrific handiwork. The final hair-raising chase scene filled with a suspense and chilling twist will leave you shivering for many nights to come. So that gave a lot. What do you think of this?
1: (laughs) Well, okay, so even though this isn't the best... Like killer Santa Claus movie that I've ever seen. It it's not the worst, and, and and I did like it for just a few reasons. And the main reason is probably just like I like all these eighty slashers is a bunch of horny teens drinking and doing drugs. And then if it's at a finishing school, that just, that's just just a bonus for me. Um, and since this is at the finishing school, you know, and they're in like the sorority, I guess, I guess there's sororities. Um, because it does start out with a
0: sorority. A, a, <laughs> yeah, so t- the first line of the, the movie is sorority sorority oh,
1: yeah. totally a sorority <laughs> then so and you know it's not really original in the sense that there's a hazing prank gone wrong so tale as old as time right uh there are some some pretty unique deaths in this minus the opening scene death where it's clearly the dummy from sears um
0: <laughs> store
1: window like just falling off of the ledge uh with the worst wig i've ever seen <laughs> Uh, and, you know, and, and sorry, but I, I do think a, a killer in a Santa costume is cool. As cliche as clearly it is for a holiday horror movie, I think it's cool. And then there was a couple like semi groundbreaking reasons that I really thought this was an interesting movie. Um, you know, first that it takes place at a sorority, which allows it to borrow some elements of Black Christmas from 74, which was a pretty iconic and a staple of a ho- Christmas movie. And um, even though it came out four months before Friday the 13th, it's that and that shocked me learning that after the fact because I kept thinking the whole time revenge kill for a child um a horror movie but this came out before friday the thirteenth and um it was a female serial or female killer which is a huge deal at this point I don't well, even know
0: it's kind of a female serial killer I well, mean, yeah, I feel but, like it, yeah
1: yeah, and at this point, I mean, other th- um because you know, Pamela Voorhees hadn't really happened yet and I don't know that we've seen a female killer other than Norman Bates um cross-dressing, which isn't really a female either. I mean, and um and it was pretty iconic to me because Silent Night Deadly Night, which is one of the most popular Santa costume killer movies, hadn't even come out for 4 years. So this had a lot of had a lot of new stuff I think in the horror genre for me. And that's why I thought it was pretty cool. What do you what about you?
0: Yeah, I thought that it, I did think it was pretty insane. I, I mean, it's kind of insane when you think about it, that it came out before Friday the 13th, just because, I, I don't know, besides Halloween, you haven't really seen that much um, in the way of, like, stalking and killing with a mask on. And in this one, you have ne- well, you've never seen this whole, like, revenge then with, with a mask on like you do in a... Well, in the other Friday the thirteenth, not in the first one. But right. like yeah, and um I also thought it was cool that it happens over two days. Because like in pretty much I get well, not in black Christmas, but in a lot of horror movies it's over just like one night of a party. And in this one they like wake up the next day and they have a whole day of of insanity. And, like, finding that body and all that. So, I thought that was really cool. And I thought the deaths were pretty... I mean, they were... You remember them better than I do. But um I, I do know that they. it was more gory than other movies that came out kind of around that time. Besides Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th was pretty gory. But, like... Um, now, I didn't like the lead character at all. So... And I think... I don't know if you agree with me on that. But she... I, I I don't know. I just thought the whole character was confusing at first. I I would say it was miscast, but it wasn't because she's clearly saying what she's supposed to be saying in the script. But um, she sounds—I mean, it sounds like the role was. Like, she was supposed to be, like, a young girl that was at the sorority for some reason because she acts like a 12-year-old or something. I don't know. It was very confusing. And they treat her like a 12-year-old, too. They're like, oh, one day you'll be cool like us. And she's like, there's no reason she—I don't know. She's not like—she doesn't seem like she's the outcast. She seems like she's just not old enough to be doing what they're doing. But she is. It it was just confusing. So—
1: well." I think her her acting in this. First of all, I think this was her debut, which is no. Insane. I mean, I
0: don't think her acting was great in it. I, I'm no. not saying that, but, but I do I, think it. with the script was not great either. So the script
1: wasn't great, and she couldn't deliver. And it could have been something on the fact that you know she basically went anorexic and starved herself and lost like a whole person in body weight, and she's probably weak as hell. Oh yeah. Like, she probably so I mean, it was just yeah. She like, had
0: lost like someone told her to lose weight, so she lost like sixty-five pounds or something like that. Like that is God. Insane. What was she before and why? Because I was like, well, if she was that much over, because that if you had to lose sixty-five pounds and she had to have been overweight when they were like asking for her to do when the woman was. It was the wasn't it the woman that played the mom suggested that she be in that role. I, I think, think it so. was. Yeah, and it, so, like, why was she even suge- – uh, okay, this is going to sound awful because it's going to sound like I'm body shaming. But in this time period, they did not – if you were even slightly overweight, you're not going to be asked for roles, you know, in movies unless it calls for, like, a overweight girl, you know, to be, right. like, the comedic foil right. or something like that. Right, yeah. And clearly that's not it. So why was this woman even – Saying, "Oh, you should hire this girl." If she was that overweight, I, yeah. I don't know. The whole that whole story is confusing to me because I'm just like, now it doesn't that, make it, a lot of sense. It sounds it, rude now for me to say that, but I'm saying in the context of the '80s when they had everyone being like anorexic skinny, why would you even suggest this girl that had to lose 65 pounds for the movie? I mean, like,
1: and she was only like 165 pounds or 160 pounds to begin with. It like that's not that's like that's not anything. Like, I don't. Yeah, I weigh more than mind. that. I, yeah, <laughs> I'd it, love yeah, to yeah, weigh it too. Well, me too.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was about to say I don't weigh that much more than that But I mean like I would like to weigh 160 pounds
1: Whatever if someone told me to lose that much weight For a Christmas movie now I'd say bye I'll make my own <laughs> Christmas porn on OnlyFans Thanks I
0: know, I, know. <laughs> uh, like, I mean and also did you really think this was a big break I mean like What it, well, it, what horror movie was coming out I mean I guess Halloween had come out So, But that was two years before So I don't I'll, know
1: I will say that, you know, she might have thought in her mind, even before Candace Cameron Bure became, you know, Hallmark Christmas queen and legend, um, this girl, I forget her name, Jennifer Runyon, ends up, she stars in three Christmas movies throughout her life. This one, then she went into to be, she went in to be in A Very Brady Christmas. She was the only, I think, non. Oh, she's or,
0: Cindy. You
1: know, yeah, she's the only non-returning original cast member to be in it. I and remember then,
0: her in that, too.
1: Yeah, and then she, this, like, a few years ago, she was in Silent Night, Bloody Night 2, Revival. So, you know, no Candace Cameron Bure, um, but here we are. Maybe she had has in aspirations. Or a... Uh, or she's a masochist. I don't know.
0: True. Or Brink-State. <laughs> Brink, state Brinks is not it Brink-Stevens that was in Slumber Party Massacre? She plays Linda. Yeah, she's been in, like, yeah. a few... I've watched a few movies recently. She was in Mrs. Claus, which was... Ooh. Anyway, she's in a bunch of really bad movies now. But mm-hmm. I mean, maybe that's what Jennifer Runyon's doing now. I don't know.
1: And you mentioned about some of the gory scenes and stuff for the kills. And this was around the time before Reagan's influence on the MPAA and like all those, all the, all the stuff that went through to kind of like censor out a lot of the, like they were right on the cusp, I think, of, um, of what could make it into a movie and what couldn't make it into a movie. So the, the effects person on here it had some really cool stuff. It wasn't as incredible as i've seen other movies but it was still pretty freaking cool stuff going on here
0: yeah and i think also i have to i have to think that david Hess got some of this stuff from when he worked on uh last house on the left with with wes craven i mean i can't imagine that david Hess and well he was in stuff after that he was in like um, what was that exploitation movie he was in? Like House of the Edge of the Park, where he played pretty much the same character as he did in Last House on the Left. And so I, I can't imagine that he didn't get some ideas from that. But I feel like it's it's shocking that this was David Hess in a way, though, because it wasn't as in in some ways it wasn't as like over the top cruel. But then in some ways it, it was it it's kind of a nasty. Dark, mo- like, nasty movie, as in, like, just kind of mean. Yeah, so I guess it, it does make sense.
1: I could definitely see some of David Hess's, um,
0: the meanness that's like impact the whole thing, yeah, yeah. And
1: I think, I, and I say that only because, well, I say that just in the fact that well, I changed I've my only... mind
0: mid sentence. I was like, well, it's not me, and then I was like, well, never mind, it is it's, <laughs> it, because, like, that girl, the girl that goes crazy and oh, starts um, like dancing and singing and stuff like that's never resolved at all I
1: think her name was like Leah or Tina Le-
0: Yeah, Leila, Leah, L-E-I. yeah. L E I it's it's spelled different though. But um yeah. it's, it's spelled like Leila, Leia or something like that. But um yeah, she, like that's never resolved. She's you you leave the movie and you're just like okay, well she's fucked up forever. Which is kind yeah. of the feeling you get at the end of um his hit, the movies he he acts in. Where mm-hmm. You're like, oh God, this is like this doesn't give me a good feeling,
1: yeah, so. exactly. Um, it's a better feeling though than again, the b- very beginning, you know, the clear dummy from the Sears window display. <laughs> um, but then <laughs> that is so bad, but then basically, soon after that, I mean, it's it's it was clear to me that this was Miss Jensen, the entire movie. And they spoil it by putting a picture of the girl in the room. It's like it yeah. could have been a it could have been like a little homage or a little a memorial tribute to a fallen house daughter or whatever the house mothers call their sorority girls um maybe it was a tribute maybe not but i was like you know this is 2020 1980 i'm like this is clearly mrs jensen and they also i thought went out of the way to make it sound like it wasn't her what really made me sick (laughs) and i laughed so hard the way that she acts this whole movie while she's you know the house mother in character it's almost as if her audition she they 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 told her prepare an audition for the waltons or leave it to beaver like yeah you're totally not in the right mindset to be a house mother like you're Mm -hmm. acting this wholesome other way so to flip it on us and be santa i don't know yeah it was i wasn't fooled but i know people were fooled um and at the time that would have totally fooled me because a a female killer even if it was a Partial killer, you know, um was totally new. I think.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't think of any. I know because I'm not going to count Norman Bates dressing up like his mother as being right. a female killer. <laughs> I can't think of any like where the female ends up being like the killer before right. this. But I mean, yeah, and I don't know. I knew that she was the killer already, so. Before I watched the movie. Oh, so yeah. I, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know if I would have bought it or not. I don't think I would have. Knowing me, I wouldn't have noticed that that was her picture. in the. In, I mean, I know it shows it on purpose, but I would have just not been paying attention probably. And I wouldn't have seen her picture in her room, honestly. Even yeah. though they like they I realize they they stick on it for a long time. And it's like,
1: yeah, OK, yeah. like and <laughs> then what that's other
0: what like, like, purpose would it, it, that have?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, and can we also take a second to talk about, do you remember Tina Ronsoni? Do you remember her? She's the like this cuckoo, like 50-year-old woman that kind of comes in and hangs out and then oh, leaves.
0: Yeah, she's she's like – I think I think her actual title is the superintendent or something like that. Like this – because do you remember near the end she's like when the superintendent gets back or she calls her something like that. I think that oh. that's, that's who that is. But I'm not really sure – the only reason I thought that is because they brought her back up, or they said something about the superintendent or something like that later. But, I mean, they don't say it's her. So I, I But I was, like, assumed because that's the only other person we've seen.
1: I got you. Yeah, and, like, like I liked her. I, she made me laugh so hard because she's, like, the queen of shade. She's basically real housewife of this sorority, almost, in terms of her sass. She's just basically calling everyone trash and waste of life, like, while they're in the room as if they're not in the room. <laughs> she's just like... She's just grilling people. And I was just like, this girl is awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. And also, what about that? The uh, the character that we're not supposed to, I guess. Ra- well, the one they call out on the on the back. It's like and then Ralph was found. I'm Ralph, like, well, the caretaker. Yeah. It's like, well, what's up with him? Like,
1: well, uh, he's creepy as hell, but he just burst into, you know, some girl's room. I like cherry pie. Like what? <laughs> what?
0: Yeah, I'm like, well, obviously they were trying to, you know, make him, make us think he was going to be the killer. But like, who was going to really think, I guess, well, I mean, I don't know, back then maybe. But I mean, that's just so obvious. So why would you and ever he, think
1: he was? And he sword? had white hair and he's always, he, they had him wearing red already. Yeah, they were yeah, giving us yeah. a lot of red herrings to be him. And then I was going to say, what's interesting is his name's Ralph. This is before Friday the 13th. Also yeah, crazy. Yeah, that is
0: Ralph. weird. That's a weird question.
1: To play the same type of character, sort of, because as the movie kind of goes on, Ralph looks a little. He he looks like he knows what's going on. He looks sad, like the day after when the four of them are at this table, kind of hanging out, and like, well, I'll go wake up the the rest of the gang and get them all here. And like, it's almost like he knows something. I don't know. Yeah, or he, he or does. He's you know, he seems
0: like the same character. Yeah, like and a then, doomsday prophet.
1: Oh yeah, because he sne- when he just climbs in that girl's room and warns her, like <laughs> creepy as hell. And then he's in another girl's room later on. She—it's the girl's room that has like a billion potted plants hanging from the ceiling. First of all, <laughs> what the fuck is Poison Ivy attending this Calvin School for Girls? I mean, because who hangs a bunch of potted plants? And how do you water that? I mean, whatever. I had too many questions about that room.
0: Yeah, I—I I think I was. But what's funny is when I saw that room, I was like, "Oh, that looks like rich." <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I mean, I was like, God, I can never have... And I thought about how I could never have a room like that.
1: Like, let's just hang monkey grass from potted plants from the ceiling, like, everywhere. Like. Yeah,
0: room was, And also, wouldn't that be really messy? Like, I mean
1: um it, i think it was um it, you was have like to a, like
0: sweep up all the time
1: i think it was trisha's room and that would make sense because she's this fake british girl or maybe she was british i don't know all i know is the first time we see her at the very beginning she's leaning over the ledge and like a sh- in one of those it's like almost like a flash dance style sweatshirt with like it's like a low cut off one shoulder and her boob is literally like 100 or 98 percent flopped out over yeah. the railing and i'm like are you supposed to be british with this huge titty? what's happening
0: yeah, and then let's talk about the guys a little bit, about how that, what, like, what is, okay, listen, I know that guys are assholes or whatever, or in the, especially in these movies, but what's up with the nice guy? Alex? What? Yeah, and it, you know, because he's with... He's with this other girl the night before, and then he's like, oh, well, I don't <laughs> care. Like, she gets murdered. He doesn't even care. He's just like, well, okay, I'm going to go on to this girl that's acting like she's 12.
1: Yeah, Alex is with Melody the night before, and then TJ is with...
0: Oh, TJ gets with her the next day. TJ's, no,
1: TJ, t- and TJ's with Leah the night before. Well, then Leah ends up going for the police officer. Yeah, and, and so he goes with Melody. The next day. So then he goes with Melody, and then Alex goes with Na- uh, Nancy. Nancy. Jennifer, you and, don't, you know, i
0: don't think they really know though that he went with melody it just seems like alex doesn't care because he seems like
1: trading sorority it seems like trading hoes over here well, like i don't know you
0: understand tj because he i mean well it's still it's rude but you hear him or you see him hear leah with the police officer there's like a little scene where he
1: hears right them.
0: so he's like okay well now i'm free to go be with other well, people
1: and while um yeah and 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 you to pass up on TJ, um he's like ooh sorry i thought he, i thought he was hot he
0: uh, was hot but alex he was more of time, but...
1: oh oh there was a scene with alex um <clears throat> later on um uh when is it like they're they're getting they're doing alcohol or not do, doing they're alcohol you, they're
0: doing <laughs> alcohol i
1: meant to say they're t- <laughs> 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 no like oh shoot um Oh, he basically says I had too much to drink and he's like holding this towel in his hand or a shirt, and he's like wringing it out. Um and it re- and his name's Alex too. So I couldn't help but be reminded of a time I might or might not have done shrooms and was wringing out the collar of my neck for like 2 <laughs> hours before having the midlife crisis and trying on women's business suits. <laughs> You might or not, you might, you, for legal purposes, you may or may I not might have been or
0: there. May have, may, I may or may have not have been you there. You may or
1: may not have been there with me while I may or may not have been doing <laughs> shrooms and having a complete <laughs> meltdown. Oh my
0: the God. Way the way that. Women's, you, <laughs> the women's business may or may not have been in your closet for <laughs> unknown reasons.
1: <laughs> I could have been, you know what? I could have been the killer in a serial <laughs> in, in a movie. Like, nobody would have suspected me in a freaking.
0: But serial. it would have made sense at the end.
1: It would have made sense in the end. <laughs> God.
0: Oh my God. Um, yeah. And so, really, yeah. I think that I'm. I'm still stuck on Nancy, though. I don't understand. I just don't understand oh. her
1: character. It's like when She's Nancy's with it. Alex, and he goes, "You're cute," and then she goes, "I'd, I'd rather be beautiful." I'm like what? And yeah. well, I've seen take beautiful take your
0: take your compliments where you get them.
1: Yeah, you're cute. I'd. I'd well, bye, bitch. I was just trying to like lay on. <laughs> some chivalry here and some compliments by then. I mean, I'll go back yeah. to melody. Yeah, I guess.
0: I guess. Yeah, I won't, but, oh, and yeah, the, I thought that that whole, like, uh, that whole thing was really cool. Where she, did she bury all of them in the garden or just those
1: two? Well, and what is up with that? So that's when you know, it's also a female. It's like, how do you have time to sit here and like bury everybody? Like, like, and, and the time that it takes to do all of this, like, how has that affected time management and a proper use of stamina and energy when you're trying to kill everybody?
0: Yeah, and and then we get to the end, and that 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 goes that goes I guess goes to the end where it's like, okay, well, who was doing what then?
1: So you know, and uh, yeah, that's because, a good point.
0: I mean, spoiler alert: that uh, there's another killer, and it's the cop, or not the cop that like la- Leah. No, it's,
1: it's the pilot.
0: No, it's not. I thought it it's was the. Pi- pilot. No, no, it's the head detective.
1: Oh, I thought it was the pilot. They no, the same. The,
0: yeah, no, and that's Harry Reigns, the porn star. The pilot
1: is right. That's why I thought. Yeah, he but was he, the gets kill, he gets killed. He gets killed with
0: Melody or whoever go. Isn't it Melody that runs out there to to get them? She's like, we need to leave, and
1: oh, they get chopped up by the blades. Yeah, I the pilot too. Well, I didn't. Well, see, and that's why I thought it was him later because. We didn't see him get chopped yeah, up. Yeah, saw... you,
0: do. you see him in the, cause he's in the cockpit. And then when it.
1: You see Santa in the cockpit. And then, you, but I thought that was the g- female, Mrs. Whatever at the time, Mrs. Jensen. And then you see blood splatter everywhere, but you don't see who got killed. Like it could have just been one. He could, you know, the pilot I thought pushed her into it basically. No,
0: but, he's, he's, he dies. Cause it's the detective. It's the one uh-huh. that's like, don't. When he tells the cops, he's like, "Don't leave this house." Is it
1: it the one sleeping with Leah? No, no, he dies. I think. So there's. It's the detective. He gets gets stabbed going into the bathroom. Yeah,
0: it's the detective that comes at the like when it first happens, and he's the one that tells him to stay there.
1: Oh, him. See, and see that detective, the other cop, and the pilot. Yeah, it seems
0: like now you were probably really confused.
1: They all look like the, and I've been drinking a lot of wine. All three of those guys had the same kind of like longish, curly, '80s hair. And, you know, I also didn't watch a lot of 70s and 80s porn, so I didn't realize which one was the porn star. I was like, they all look like that porn star to me. I mean, I didn't know. So, okay, I got you. Oh, and so was he was was that head detective? Actually, was that her husband?
0: I think you're supposed to think that. I don't remember if they if they say it for sure. But, yeah, I mean, you're that's what you're supposed to deduct.
1: Okay. Okay. So yeah, you wonder then who is who is who. Well, that's a pretty big tw- twist in that that'd be like instead of having a sequel like Scream 2 or whatever where, you know, it turns out being um Billy's mother, it's oh, like yeah. that this the husband could have been a sequel. Well, oh my god, you killed my wife and my daughter in this previous movie now to all a good night part two, the husband, you know, I was there and it has flashbacks. And then oh, he, does all, oh,
0: explain, he does explain that he's miss Jensen's husband.
1: That would have been really cool. Had they anticipated <laughs> a sequel? I think, um, that, well, well, that they, I, they
0: I highly could- doubt. Well, they might, <laughs> they might have, but I don't know why.
1: <laughs> well, I do. It would have been sponsored by like Mayfield's because can we talk about real quick? How much more
0: PBS,
1: <laughs> PBS, and PBS? Mayfield's. Not
0: PBS, PBS, PBR. P- 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 P-
1: Oh oh PBR. But they're drinking get...
0: that the whole time.
1: And they got some the Budweiser Pabst Blue in Ribbon.
0: It. No, it's all Pabst Blue Ribbon. Uh, Every time they're drinking I was like Jesus Christ like because that's what all my friends drink. So I was like god.
1: I watched something recently that had Budweiser instead of PBR in it and I was shocked because all 80s has PBR in it except I thought it was this one.
0: No, this one has PBR cuz I I noticed it a lot.
1: Yeah. Um but Do you think this movie is related to Troll 2 because of all the fucking milk they're drinking? (laughs) Like, or, you know, this is a Christmas movie and we're supposed to like equate Santa with Christmas and cookies. So maybe since Santa's over here hacking and slashing and not drinking milk, we're just gonna make all these horny coeds drink milk after they've been drunk all night long and have milk stashes through the new year. Like, I don't get it.
0: Isn't it mostly? I thought it was mostly Nancy who was drinking milk, and I just figured it was because she wanted to her boobs. I don't know. She's a typical like t- twelve year old who wants her tits to grow. This
1: is like a a, a, a fricking marketing ad for milk in this movie. I just feel like, and then when Nancy is drinking her milk, she's just slowly walking around the house, like casually listening to everybody fuck their brains out. And then that one girl walks out. She's like, "What are you doing haunting the halls?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's Leah. And yeah, it didn't take for her being a really strong character. Like, she is, I mean, before she, she goes through what she goes through, she's like a hard ass, you know? And then, like, it doesn't take much that she just, like, has a psychotic break.
1: Well, that's and she's well, just, like, I mean,
0: and seeing,
1: seeing your friend's head attached to the shower head upside down is pretty traumatic, I guess. That, yeah, that's true. But then I don't understand why she wasn't killed because she. The, the the cop she was having sex with gets killed, comes through the door, then she opens the shower curtain, sees... Oh, yeah.
0: she there, She's just you, fine.
1: You assume she's going to be killed because the Santa's right there, but then you see her later twirling around, looking like who did it and ran with makeup from Evil Dead. Like, who did this to you, and why are you wearing a white nightgown, and what's happening?
0: Yeah, I, I, uh, I thought, I think that that was a lot of um, David Hess wanting it to be a really depressing ending. <laughs> that's okay. uh, that's all I can think of is that it that cuz that's what made it really dark for me is at the end it's like, "Oh, well she's still fucked up."
1: You know what made it dark for me?
0: The lighting.
1: The fact that the movie was dark <laughs> as fuck and like when when they were when they were outside, I went, I kept asking my husband. I was like, it, is it daylight and they just have a dark filter over the camera? Because it was the brightest night that I'd ever seen, but then it's so dark in the house. I'm like, it's not. It doesn't work. Like, what is happening? Like with yeah, the balance. It,
0: I. What I've read is that um, originally the movie was. It's like, and I, I should have watched my. I didn't watch my VHS copy. I watched it on Amazon. Um, and yeah. the reason I did that is because of this. Well, that's not the only reason. A lot of times I'll, it was just easier. But a lot of times I'll watch the VHS copy just because I like the feel of that one. But it's like supposedly that transfer is so dark that you can't see what's happening in half the movie. So oh, they probably I- when they t- they t- I don't know who cared enough to like lighten it, up, you know, to put it out like that. But who they probably took it and had to lighten those scenes like, you know, bring up the I don't know bring up the light in it
1: yeah it literally just looks like they put it's they're filming in sunlight and they put this little like it was so bizarre to me but i guess they lightened it up uh, after the fact
0: yeah that's what that's the only thing i can think of is because i that's that was like the main um well it wasn't the only complaint people had with this movie but it was one of the main ones when people like were you know people that were into slashers were going Mm -hmm. back and watching it they were like you couldn't tell what was happening in half the movie because it was so dark
1: yeah. Which happens
0: in, there are a few movies that happens in Twisted Nightmare is another one that happens in. Yeah. I mean, even Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a pretty, there are scenes that in the original VHS copy you can't see. Like, when Kurt's on the ground in the original copy, like in my VH, old VHS copy of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you can't tell like when he gets hit on the head and he's like, you know, moving around on the floor. You can't see him, so you really don't know what's happening.
1: Yeah, yeah, and so I guess you know we're just right after Thanksgiving, and uh, you know I'm thankful for the fact that we have a high technology equipment now uh, in production, uh, and, and production quality because th- that, w- that 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 could have yeah that was pretty bad in some of those movies back then. So I, and
0: uh, I mean and that might not be the reason. It might have just been like maybe they were trying to film it i don't know but that that would be my guess is that it was yeah. a really dark transfer so they had to like lighten it up but i don't really know
1: yeah um and also for jennifer Runyon, part of um her i kept thinking it was like again drinking a lot of wine when i was watching this um but every now and then she would look to me and she would like have like a she be to you yes yeah, like like, she broke the fourth wall and looked into <laughs> my soul and was like, ho, 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 baby. And I'd be like, yeah, you're beautiful. Um, but she looked to me like Courtney Thorne Smith every now and then. Did you see that at all?
0: I think she looks like Christy Swanson.
1: I can see that, too. Like, and that not too Christy too,
0: Swanson and Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but Christy Swanson era pretty in pink.
1: Yeah. yeah. You
0: know, but she, like, looks at she looked exactly like that to me.
1: Yeah, I can see that, too. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Um, but, uh, is there anything else we can talk about? Or do you want to start talking about some of these deaths or?
0: I mean, wh- I can't, well, well let's do a, I'll do a little bit of the, let's do a little bit of the fun facts Okay. about it. Cause I mean, there aren't that many. So. <laughs> and we've already talked about a little bit, like how the woman Kiva Lawrence, I guess that's is that how you say your name. Kiva. I would.
1: I would yeah, I think so.
0: Uh, She plays the house mother and she recommended Jennifer Runyon. Apparently she was working. She was at, in a theater group with David Hess. So I guess that's how she got involved in the movie. Uh So um, yeah. So she, she recommended Jennifer Runyon. Now who knows? I mean, I wish that when they gave that information, they gave like information as to how Kiva Lawrence knew Jennifer Runyon. Like had she worked with her before? Like I, I, cause apparently it's this little fat girl.
1: (laughs) Maybe they both auditioned for the Waltons together.
0: Yeah, I know, really. And she did did she not kind of remind you of like an Ellen Burstyn? I mean she's not as good of an actress, but didn't she kind of remind you of like an Ellen Burstyn or like kind of, I don't know. She just kind of reminded me of someone like that.
1: She gave me like Ellen Burstyn meets um um Charlie's mother from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory vibes. Oh,
0: I get that, yeah.
1: <laughs> just the way that she was <laughs> acting or something. I don't know. It was but yeah.
0: Okay, so um, the crew slept, they stayed at the mansion because it was only 10 days that they were shot in. So it wasn't like a a long shoot or anything like that. And apparently Jennifer Onion was dating the guy that played Alex at the time, which this is the only movie he's been in. So like that's his, literally his only credit.
1: Maybe like his Tinder profile back in the 80s was like, hey, I want to do a movie, but like when I do this movie, I'm going to fall in love and never do do another one.
0: I wish there was more information on that too. Did they meet on set or was he recommended because she was dating him? Because clearly, I mean, when I go to his like credits, he's not even on the crew on any other movies. He's just an actor in one movie and this is it. And he wasn't bad looking and he wasn't that bad of an actor. So I wonder if he like, didn't want to act after this or if he like, <clears> just <throat> couldn't get jobs or what the deal was. But, but you
1: got You got to give credit to the fact. So um, on IMDb, At least while he's only been in one credit, his photo is also the photo for Melody on the cast oh, yeah it is. like so you know do you remember <laughs> it's kind of like again alex oh my god it what was it sixth, seventh, Oh or eighth my god grade? no
0: it was ninth grade
1: <laughs> ninth grade where i'm in the yearbook twice
0: <laughs> yeah i think it was, no it was yeah i was not through 10th grade i think it was ninth though where you were in the yearbook for yourself and for wilson Payne.
1: yes yeah, so again for <laughs> so,
0: wilson poor so. wilson gets his freshman yearbook and your picture is <laughs> it's in his <laughs>
1: So, Alex's photo was on this catch (laughs) list on IMDb twice, and he had the shroom meltdown that I had. Oh, my God. That
0: was so hilarious.
1: I'm in this movie. Like, in a past life, like, before I was born again and a few years after this movie came out, I think I was in this movie.
0: Oh, my God. That was so funny, though. Poor, I, I still feel bad for Wilson. Like, what do you think? And I never heard what he had to say about it afterwards. Like, did he give the yearbook back? Like, why would he? Why would you even care to have the yearbook when you're not even in it? I mean, <laughs> I think he was in it in other pictures. Oh, yeah. he his was main, in it. His main picture was a picture of you.
1: <laughs> it was the same picture, two pictures over. But, but yours just was. Yeah. It zoomed in. Zoomed in. A bit. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. Anyway, back to.
0: And <laughs> it seemed like someone did it on purpose. Like, you know. I mean, it seemed like it was done, but it wasn't done on purpose. But it seemed like it was like a prank.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Anyway, back to to fun facts about the TV, Not not My Horrible Okay, so I'm
0: going to read this again about the the weight loss because, because this is still insane. And I want everyone to think about this. Listen, I know America's overweight, but just think about this. And I guess we also don't know how tall she was. But in order to star as Nancy, Jennifer Runyon committed to losing the excess weight she had struggled with throughout her teens. By the time of filming, she had slimmed down from 165 pounds to 105 pounds. Oh, my God. And I mean, OK, like, granted, she probably like I said, I am I weigh more than that. But like, I'm 5'7", and she probably is not 5'7". I would say she's probably like short because most actresses are like on the short They're like 5'2", five 5'3". So if she was like five two, five three, and weighing one hundred sixty five pounds, that probably—I mean, she would have had to have been like visibly overweight.
1: Yeah, but maybe that's why they have her drinking milk ball movie. It's you know, rich source of calories and protein, and they're just trying to give her some healthy weight gain back and stay fucking like—I I don't even know that she has enough body fat in this movie to to menstruate.
0: Well, a hundred—I mean, if she was <laughs> short, if she was short, that's not that much. But like, but one hundred sixty five would be very noticeably overweight for like if you're short.
1: Did you and did you see how tall she was?
0: No, but I would assume because most actresses are like usually they're like 5'2, 5'3, 5'4, something like that. Where yeah, like she,
1: she's 5'4, I just looked 5, it up.
0: yeah, it would be like visibly. I mean, I'm not like I'm not thin,
1: and, and, and interestingly yeah. enough, too. Like, they didn't, you know, there's a lot of boobs in this movie and they didn't show hers, so it's like, no. so why would they make again why they made her lose weight? I just just I don't because understand. it
0: was the 80s. But I don't but I wonder if like what it that would have taken it had to have taken a minute to lose sixty pounds. So how much in advance does she get this movie part where it's only a ten day shoot? Right. You know, you know what I mean? Like how did they have this time to wait on her to lose all this weight? Or did she lose it before she got the role? You know, like did she lose it right before?
1: David Hess, we have fucking questions for you.
0: Well, it says in order to star as Nancy, but then again, you know, IMDb can be wrong, so it might not. That might not be the case. You might have just lost the weight beforehand.
1: That's true, but either way, David Hess, we still have fucking questions.
0: And then the other piece of uh, trivia that I found is just says there's a clue at the beginning because her picture is in the woman's room. Well, I think that was on purpose. I don't think that's a fun fact.
1: I think that should be under like... I don't know what that should be under. But yeah, I think uh, that was clearly... I think, think uh, that's
0: just something that happens in the movie. <laughs> 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 um, And apparently... Like, okay, so I think... I was looking at the, the critical reception that this movie, like, gained. And someone... Like, uh, there are some people that called it an undistinguished, cliched slas- uh, slasher. And then someone... The guy that wrote that uh, "Going to Pieces" book, that slasher book, I've I've read it. I don't know if you have. I used to own it. I don't know what happened to it. I think it has um, Michael Myers on the front of it, and they did a they had a documentary that came out um, based on the book. Um, and the guy said he was that he noted the film as borrowing elements from Black Christmas including the muted lighting and sets adorned in Christmas decorations. Well, no shit. It was set around Christmas. Except um, for the
1: fact that it's in California. There's no snow. And even the music sounds like Jaws. And there's no... Like, they could have given me some bells, some jingle jangles, like, something Christmassy going on instead of Jaws music, the whole movie.
0: I liked the music. I'm gonna be... I thought it was, like... I <clears> thought <throat> there were there were times... Because I was trying to, like... You know how David Hess wrote the song that... um Plays in Last well, House on the Left. Yeah, and the road goes to no. That song or whatever. Isn't that the song?
1: I don't know and the name the road of it.
0: Leads to nowhere. Isn't that the one? Like it goes like that. I thought it was like
1: now. Now you're all alone or something.
0: Well, I think it says that too. I was just uh, okay. singing part that I knew. <laughs> 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 but I, um, so and I thought that that song was kind of um goofy to have in a lot of the music in last us on the left is kind of like goofy mm-hmm. and you know it's kind of like weird for the movie so i kind of there were times where the music didn't fit what was happening in the movie in this movie but it was like really synthy and like kind of there were times it was kind of goofy i thought it was i sounded very david has i liked the music i thought it was like real over the top synthy
1: yeah, and like the, whoever gave wrote the review of that it's cliche or whatever. This was 1980. There really weren't a lot of cliches to be set. Like looking back, it has it's it it is cliche now. Looking back, but again, female killer 1980. Yeah, you compare it to Black Christmas because there's girls in a sorority. Okay, that's quote unquote cliche. But like it really, and then like and even John Carpenter's also, it says it music says hasn't it- been hasn't been done to death yet. I mean, yeah,
0: and it says. Uh, because the sets were adorned in Christmas decorations. Well, of course they are. I don't think that's cliched. I think that's just because it's set as a fucking Christmas movie. Holla. What are they supposed to do? Like, if it's a Christmas movie, they're not they're not going to have any Christmas decorations. Like, then it's yeah, it's cliched to have Christmas decorations. Period. That's <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs>
1: it's
0: so true. I mean,
1: okay, I love Bob, it. Uh,
0: about calling Bob Clark. That's not his name. That's the guy that did a. Uh, Bob Clark. That's the guy that did. <laughs> You know he did Porky's too. Let's not, let's not forget uh, Adam Rockoff, that's his name, the guy that wrote the book about like going to pieces. Gotcha. I mean, and I think the muted lighting that he has an issue with, I think that's because they didn't have the money. I don't think that was really on purpose, but whatever. That's just my opinion. Um, and he said that the twist ending was ineffective. Well, that might be true, but that's because the whole movie's ineffective. It's true. <laughs> But, I mean, and so now I guess I am. I, I agree with him that it's not that great of a slasher movie, but for all completely different reasons that he thinks. I don't, like, I don't mind the muted lighting. Obviously, the sets are going to be decorated Christmas because it's fucking Christmas. So, that's not the reason I don't like it. The twist ending's ineffective, but, I mean, like, I don't, that's, well, it's, it's not, it, It's I don't think it's the ending that's ineffective. It's just the whole, none of it really like carries. I think
1: I think the ending is ineffective in be because there's literally like zero suspense in the movie and like even though we don't know who it is
0: Well you didn't just- even realize who it was you didn't like you, you didn't even until we were talking just now you didn't even realize it was the detective
1: I mean I knew it was one of those three men but I thought that that was like the same man at some point like I thought they were just like <laughs> I, I got like but like it, 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 <laughs> <laughs> the lighting and the music also help make the suspense not be there in the movie. So, yeah, again, the whole movie is sort of muted in a sense. Um, it could have been better, but it was still, I thought, pretty groundbreaking in terms of what it did oh, do. And, yeah. and it, it has like 15 kills in it. That's a fucking lot of kills. 15 deaths. Yeah. That's hey, a lot.
0: Yeah. No, I agree.
1: So, yeah, so then... Uh, yeah, so what else do you have for that before we go into some of these kills?
0: Oh, no, I have... That's all I have. That, that's the, that's all the trivia. So okay. you go in... Alex is gonna... Coming at you with the kill list, Alex. Well,
1: yeah. Coming at you with the kill list, but I'm gonna hopefully uh, jog your memory and get your reaction on them. So... The very opening scene, you know, prank girl. Okay, we don't know her name. Prank Girl. Um falls over the ledge looking with a Dolly Parton wig and a dummy. So that's about all I know. I don't even know how she falls over the ledge. Um but that's a bad poor that's that's a poor what do they call that? A a Juliet window or something? That's a poor Juliet window. Oh my god. Ba- <sighs> bad craftsmanship.
0: Oh my God. Uh, yeah, that that uh, dummy is next level. I can't. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And then I think number two, the kill, uh, his name's Paul. He's out there waiting on, I don't know, I guess, is it Trisha? He's waiting on Trisha to come. Wait, no. No, Trisha's later. He's waiting on some girl to sneak out and meet him, and I don't know her name. Um, But he's over here smoking a little cig, and then the killer is walking through this grass that looks like the frickin' Plains of Africa with like the the grass, <laughs> like it's like all this this tall luscious grass. Like they need that. Ralph is slacking. He ain't. Sam really and
0: Blake are the are the first two.
1: God's name was Paul.
0: Oh wait, no, that's at the. Nah, I don't know.
1: Whatever his name is, um, because <laughs> she, she's over there saying Paul, go away. I'm at the window. She opens the window and keeps saying Paul. Oh, okay. I swear, there's a Paul.
0: I don't know. I, I think I ran too far up in the movie.
1: Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know his name. Either way, this guy.
0: Oh, it just says Cynthia and her boyfriend. Yeah, so I think she. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. So he doesn't hear this person sneaking up on him like a cheetah or a tiger. In, I mean, it's just crazy to me. But then he gets muzzled for like ten seconds, and I guess he gets stabbed in the neck or the chest. I don't know, but he was dumb. <laughs> Then (laughs) he was dumb. Well, then Cynthia going out to meet him, like she just walks outside, strutting her stuff, looking like you know, whatevs, and she starts getting stabbed in the chest. But she just sits there on the ground, flailing for like 25 seconds. And I was like, Ho, 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 hurry the fuck up!
0: Yeah, true, and die.
1: Uh, Then we get Trisha. Uh, I think she gets her throat slit. Um, however, she should have had her tongue cut so that even in the afterlife, she's not touting this horrible accent. I mean, <laughs> it was bad. And, and is she the one they find? No, no. They, they find Cynthia in the trash can, right? And then that's when Trisha gets her throat slit. I think she walks up and finds that girl stuck in the trash can, stuck in the trash can,
0: <laughs> stuck in the trash can in the closet. <laughs> in <a> cl- <laughs>
1: um, then. Uh, there's this guy in this horrible Hawaiian shirt because you wear he looked like the shirt from that Chunk's wearing in Goonies. Uh, his name's Tom, I think, looking for Trisha, and he gets his head bashed in with a rock. That was pretty, pretty cool. And I think that's when we realize that, um, she's burying the bodies after she does these outdoorsy kills. Uh, yeah, then- sorry,
0: my mom called me and I was listening to a voicemail. <laughs> sorry. Uh, She was asking if someone had big feet. (laughs) What? My mom just called me and she left a voicemail and I was worried that it was my, like, my grandmother was, like, dead or something. So, And she she was like, she was just asking if someone had big feet. I'm sorry.
1: You should say, yeah, someone with big feet's talking to me on a podcast right now. I got to (laughs) go.
0: No, I did. I said that.
1: Oh, my God. I hate you again.
0: (laughs) No, go ahead. Uh, No, I was listening. I just heard the big feet part. It was, like, in the transcript of what my mom was saying. So I was like, oh, my God. Okay. Then,
1: then we go to this one couple, and they're just so cringy. At one point, before they have sex, he's like, "This better be worth the chase." And she's like, "Oh my god!" She goes, "It will be." (laughs) I'm like, "Who are you? Like, what is this? Ah. You know exactly what I'm talking about, don't you?"
0: Oh yeah, I do. I hated them.
1: So then, you know, they're having sex, and he's really giving her his candy cane. And then all of a sudden, surprise, it's not Santa. There's a fucking knight in shining armor, like a suit of armor in the corner that shoots him with a fucking arrow through his yeah, head.
0: Let's be real about this. This Can we just talk about that for a second? <laughs> about how, like, and no, I like how, like, I'm reading, you know, I, I was reading some of the critical reception. I mean, I, there's more. It's all bad. It's neither scary or satisfying. Um, it's the kind of slasher that is nonsensical and grindingly dull and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. It's dull, whatever. Why is no one bringing up the fact that he has this huge costume change in like, the movie? Like, huge, like, that's kind of a big deal.
1: I really, and, like, and I really wish that the, the night... The, the the suit of armor would have been wearing a Santa's like little toboggan or little hat or thing. something.
0: Well, it should have been doing something. Why is he in a whole new outfit?
1: I think that might be why there were two of them, because like right before this scene, you see the silhouette of Santa like leak, lurking around the corner or through the window or something. And then all of a sudden he's in a whole goddamn suit of armor.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I.
1: <sighs> yeah. <laughs> And then,
0: and there, but there's—I the, I feel like, why is no one having an issue with this? Like that, no, no killers have that big of a costume change. And how did he? Costume. And how did he? I mean, I guess we don't know which one it was, but one of them. I guess he got his wife, or if it was the guy, or the wife got the husband to help him put it on. You can put that on by yourself.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I so, mean, and also, how do you move around, and how do you have aim with a crossbow with all that on?
1: And you go right through his eye hole from the back of <laughs> his head. Yeah, like, I
0: know. Like, like this, guy probably,
1: yeah, this guy probably couldn't even find her clit, and then this guy's over here shooting him with an arrow <laughs> through his eye hole. So, to nobody's surprise, while she's being impaled, the guy that's having sex with her gets impaled with an arrow. Well, then she just gets her head cut off by Santa's, Santa Knight's axe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, which, which will come back later, this, her head.
0: What a stupid, stupid costume change.
1: So I think that that was um, the last kill of the night. And then it the, next, the yeah. next day begins. And they did a pretty good job of, like, keeping it, like you said, keeping it in the day as well. Because later on, when they're just running around, they run into Ralph, whose head looks like he's been bludgeoned. But he also... Effective,
0: looked- that was effective for me. When she runs into him, now that part, like, that part yeah. was good.
1: Yeah, like it, it keeps it, instead of being like, wow, where did everybody go for a whole 20 hours? Like, okay, no, like, something's going on, We and it it puts the, the scare back into, like, real life in the daytime. Um, but can we talk about Ralph's face? Like, why do you, how do you die with permanent O-Face? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, maybe. Mm.
0: maybe he came when he was being, when he was dying.
1: Up there jacking off to those plants hanging from the ceiling. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Um, then we get some random dude killed with an axe to the head. Like, I don't know who he was.
0: Probably want the other detective. They had two detectives, or not detectives, they had two police officers watching the house, so probably the other one.
1: Okay, yeah, it might have been him. Uh, then I think our tenth kill was that, like, the the cop that Leah was having sex with stabbed in the back as she opens the shower curtain and sees the dead head of that one girl on her shoulder. That part was
0: good, too. I liked when she found the head.
1: That was so cool, and I just. But then it's like the scene just it ends. Like no, yeah. like hello, uh, hello. We like like everybody. This sounds worse than it is. We want more head yeah. explanations. <laughs> <laughs> there's a dead head on a shower head, and then there's just there's just all this happening. Then Daddy TJ the pilot, mm. also. How do you get a noose, like, a, a wire noose around your neck while you're making out with somebody? I don't know how that happened and, like, how it, it didn't tickle her nose. And she literally had no idea that the guy she's making out with, like, gets this, like, wire noose dr- lowered yeah. around her
0: neck. Oh, No, it wouldn't happen. But it, garroting is always a cool death. So.
1: It really is. And I guess that was probably one of the coolest uh garroted deaths, like... Since like I like Crazy Ralph and what whichever one he was at the second one he that happens to him and the, yeah I, I like that death but that was but yeah like that has to have been well, I don't know who it could have been but picking him up with Santa gloves on with this little wire rope
0: uh... had to have been the detec- the guy.
1: yeah i mean well i don't know miss jensen was in there you know at one scene she's like anybody comes and interrupts me and she slams a a rolling pin on her hand you know she that is true she she might have some guns um and then i guess the next two deaths melody runs out because melody just saw tj killed in front of her runs out and clearly it's clearly the daylight like it is clearly daylight um and then her and the pilot, you know, get chopped up in the plane repairs, which is really cool because chunks just go everywhere. Yeah,
0: I did. I like that. Yeah.
1: So cool. But also, you're a pilot, right? So then, like, why would you not have already repaired the plane that you're going to be supposed to be Uh-oh. taking with? Like, what the fuck? It's about as hokey as a little bit before this, like... When they pick up the phone to call 911, they cut the phone lines. Like, what timing? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. It's trash. Trash timing is what it is. Yeah. Then, um, the, the next two deaths are the killers. Miss Jensen falls over the ledge, like mother, like daughter. But it actually, I think it was actually the same Santa wig that the that the dummy's wearing at the beginning, but it makes sense because it's Santa. Yeah. Uh, God. And then the husband, um, shocker, dressed as Santa with, uh, I guess the pilot shoots him with an arrow. Or somebody shoots him with an arrow. The cop.
0: The pilot's dead.
1: Yeah, so. sorry. The, the, the cop shoots him. The
0: cop's dead, too. Who
1: so, so shoots? Oh.
0: Alex. Alex holy.
1: shoots him. Alex shoots him with an arrow.
0: Shit. Man, you were drunk.
1: <laughs> well, again, my notes, when it comes down to these people, I have husband, pilot, cop. Like, they're used interchangeable. Yeah, it is
0: Yeah, it. it is Alex. Again.
1: I literally have question marks after I use the word pilot, cop. Or husband everywhere I have question marks. I'm like, who is it? uh, Who are they? (laughs) Like, I really never understood. But that's 15 kills. They're all pretty cool. There's a lot of blood in them. Uh, Pretty interesting kills to me. Anyway.
0: I agree. I agree. I thought they were good kills. Um, And
1: they were shitty. Like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like tacky, like with a sharpened candy cane or an icicle or gingerbread cookie cutters. Like, it wasn't like hokey Christmas kills. It was still valid horrible kills you know what i mean
0: yeah yeah and i thought the santa claus did he have one of those like masks on too like,
1: it was protect- like a santa mask to make his face look yeah. all rosy and cheery yeah and that yeah. and
0: that's great that was creepy so and then you just have nancy and alex they just leave and they leave leah there
1: Tane in the wind
0: i mean that how, how rude is that i hope they were going to get some help for her because hey, she they- just is like sitting there singing
1: I mean, she got dicked down a lot in, t- in less than 24 hours and then sees everything that she sees. Again, I don't know why she put on this white billowy nightrobe or nightgown, but who knows?
0: Well, I guess <laughs> there you have it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there you have it. Um,
0: that's, that's the Christmas movie for the ages.
1: <laughs> really is. So everybody just stay gagged with Santa's sleigh.
0: Stay gagged with a candy cane. (laughs) (laughs) And catch us next time. We have tons more coming at you soon. 80s gag me with a knife. See ya. See ya. Okay, before we go, sorry, we completely forgot (laughs) to do our ratings for this movie. Um, I'm going to give it, out of five stars, one and a half. I did not. I I I probably would not watch again. (laughs) So.
1: I'm going to wholeheartedly agree one and a half. Um, and that's
0: actually being, that's ba- That's being, uh, that's being nice. I think.
1: Yeah. And I think that it would be a one star for me. Had it not, had it, had I not, if I, if I didn't look back on this through the lens that oh, it that was hadn't ground- been
0: done yet. Yeah. The
1: groundbreaking, like hardly any of this had been done. Contrary to that one guy's cliche um, statements, but like, yeah, a lot of this stuff was really new to the, to the genre a lot of it was tired and reused as well, but the fact, yeah, the stuff that was new was new enough to meet it to warrant another half star. So, yeah,
0: so one and a half out of five would not recommend, but you probably should watch once.
1: I mean, I would recommend for at least a one-time watch. Well, just
0: yeah. Get- okay. I, I, I wouldn't recommend for ever. I mean,
1: <laughs> just get your eggnog and mulled wine and have a fucking great night.
0: Yeah. One time, a uh, one watch. <laughs> All right. See you guys.
1: <laughs> Bye.